Hi, and welcome to the Untamed and Embodied Show. I'm your host, Tersha Regler, feminine embodiment coach, and here to help you cultivate a life of radiance, everyday pleasure, and unapologetic self-expression. Join me every week as I share how you can tap into your feminine flow so you can come home to yourself and live your life from a place of inner freedom and aliveness. Today I want to talk about how to become magnetic using your feminine energy. And I feel this is especially important for women because so many manifesting techniques rely on using your masculine energy. And this can lead to different problems for us. So the first problem that I see when we're using or relying too much on our masculine energy is that it can lead to burnout. It can lead to definitely a hustle culture, which we see always pushing, always striving and really exhausting yourself using all of your personal resources to make it happen. And I also see with so many people, there's a whole shame narrative that comes out uh, where people judge themselves. They feel that it's because they don't want it enough or they're not trying hard enough or they've got all of these blocks that are in their way. And if they get rid of the blocks, then they'll be able to manifest. The second thing that I see is a problem when we really rely on our masculine energy in this way is it often creates the sense or the impression that it is completely up to me. Everything is in my control. And if I really want something hard enough, then I can absolutely make that happen. And I don't fully agree with that. There is a bigger design at play, which is what I fully believe in. And so sometimes we don't get the things that we want because they might not be the right things for us. And I find that when we start using our feminine energy, often the types of things that you work towards, the types of dreams and desires um, that you have are also going to change. Magnetism is a frequency that you embody. So it's not something that you do. It's something that you are as a result of your energy frequency. So you can think of your energy, the way that you are in relationship to your desires as an electromagnetic field that is around you, that you send out into the world. And like radio frequencies, there are so many possibilities that are out there. But if you're tuning into exactly the station that you want, then you hear the music that you want to hear. And so this ability to draw to you what you desire, it can be for physical things like cars or jobs or relationships, or it can be for more intangible things like having more flow and ease in your life or having more confidence or healing the relationship that you have with yourself. And that is actually one of the key things. In order for us to be magnetic, to cultivate that magnetism, to embody that magnetic frequency, is we have to start by healing the relationship with yourself. This is what's going to give you the baseline for really becoming magnetic to all of your desires. So with that in mind, there are four principles that I feel are going to be so supportive if you want to embody more of that magnetic you. And that's what I want to share with you now. So the first principle is to get clear on your desires. And that is pretty obvious. If you want to have something, 
you need to first be clear on what exactly it is that you want to have. I think what often happens to us is many of the goals that we hold, many of the ideas that we have about what our lives should look like and how we should live our lives and the things that we should have, all of that could be influenced by the culture that we live in, the way that we were brought up, the stories and the beliefs that we have about ourselves. So it's especially important for us when we start working with our feminine energy, when we start working with becoming more magnetic to our desires and healing that relationship to ourselves, it's important for us to also get clear about what is it that we desire. So really get true and honest and vulnerable with yourself. What are your desires? Not your parents' desires for you, not your culture's desires for you, not what everyone else is doing with their lives, but what is it that you truly desire? What is it that your heart yearns for? A good practice that you can do here to get you started on what it is that you desire is to create a desire list. So sit down and time yourself for 10 minutes or you know play two songs while you write this down and really write down as many things that you can think of that you desire. And then once you've done that, you do that again because what you'll find is often the the first few minutes, it comes very easily. We think of all of these material things that we want to manifest in our lives and the things that we want to have. But as you start beginning to spend more time with this, it's really going to ask of you to go and investigate what is it that your heart really desires. So it begins to cultivate that relationship and that communication with yourself. So that's a very good practice that I can recommend. The second principle or key that needs to be in place for us in order to become magnetic to our desires is to cultivate our self-awareness. Now here again it asks for us to be vulnerable and honest with ourselves. You know so often we might have things in life that we really think we want, that we say we want, but our actions are in total opposite to this. Let's say, for example, you want to start slowing down, you want to build more rest into your day, you want to build more slowness and ease into your day because you're really feeling tired and burnout and you're tired of pushing yourself so hard. And yet, you still continue to fill up your diary, you still go to bed too late, you still spend too much time on social media. So the self-awareness is really necessary for us to begin to see where in my life am I being in action of something? Where am I doing things that is in direct contradiction to that which I desire, to that which I want to draw into my life? Not to have judgment and to be critical about yourself, about not getting it right or not trying hard enough, but to begin to unravel what are the patterns underneath this? What are the stories underneath this that are causing you to show up in this way, that are causing you to self-sabotage, that are causing you to still act in ways which you don't desire? It is so important for us to have such deep compassion for ourselves when we begin to notice these patterns and these actions that aren't as supportive and as nourishing um, and as good for us as we would like them to be. The reason why we do things to distract ourselves is because we don't want to feel what is here. We disconnect in order to not feel the unwanted and the uncomfortable and the undesirable emotions and thoughts and sensations. When there are these patterns of avoidance, 
a good question that you can ask yourself is what is it that I don't want to feel? And if you're finding this helpful, then let me know by hitting the like button. If you can see that this is a defense mechanism that you are employing, this opens the space for you to hold compassion. So instead of judging yourself for this, you can now hold deep compassion for the way in which you've been trying to move through the world and protect yourself. And from this place, it becomes easier for you to, in very slow baby steps, start choosing differently. So again, a very, very helpful question here. When you notice this unwanted behavior and the self-sabotaging is to ask yourself, what is it that I avoid feeling? Okay, then the third principle of becoming more magnetic is to accept your life where it is now. If we are going to be in resistance to where we are, if we are going to judge ourselves for what we have, if we are going to be dissatisfied with our lives and we are always going to wish for something to be different, you're using a lot of energy to fight that internally. You're creating more shadow. You are denying the truth of who you really are. If you think about the principles of manifesting and how like attracts like, how we are all in relationship to everything with us in the world and the energy that we embody draws to us like energy. It's clear that in order for you to get what you desire out there, you have to give it to yourself first. If you can create an energetic match for that with yourself, you become more magnetic to drawing more of that into your life. You cannot desire love, a loving relationship, if you do not love yourself first. You cannot live in abundance if you only see scarcity in your own life. Accepting yourself and loving yourself all of your ugly bits and all of your beautiful bits, as I always say, this is the key to us being whole. And incidentally, we can use our feminine energy. We can use our feminine fuel of feeling and the information that's available us through the body. We can access our feminine through the body, right? We can use that to heal the relationship with ourselves and to feel whole again. You cannot create something different in your life if you are in such resistance and rejection of yourself. Because that's ultimately what happens if we don't like what we have in our lives. More often than not, we turn that blade on ourselves and we begin to reject and hate on ourselves for all of the things in our lives that are not working. And then the fourth and final principle that I want to share with you of how we can cultivate that magnetism is by working with your feminine energy. So I said at the beginning of this, magnetism is not something that you do, it's something that you embody. When we work with our feminine, when we nourish ourselves, when we expand into our feminine capacity of feeling and cyclical living and slowing down and being connected, this is when we turn up our own magnetism dial. Those are the things that cause us to become magnetic. Feeling more pleasure and experiencing more pleasure in everything that we do, this amplifies our magnetism. And this is the reason. Think 
back to a time when you were feeling really relaxed. Maybe you were sitting in the sun drinking a cup of tea. Maybe you were laughing with some friends or with your loved ones. Maybe you were smelling some roses. Whatever sensual pleasure, and I'm using the senses because this is a very uh, easy way for us to tap into our pleasure capacity. So remember back to a time where you really were enjoying yourself and see if you can remember how you felt in your body. What was the sense of you in your body? I know for me, when I reflect on times when I was really having a great time and I was feeling relaxed and experiencing pleasure, I had a softness in my body. There wasn't a hard, I have to get things done kind of energy, but it was a very open, soft and receptive kind of energy, which is what's so important for us to draw what we want into our lives is being open to receive. That's like one of the key principles of our feminine nature is that softness and that receptivity. So when we begin to cultivate more pleasure, when we start doing things in a way that we find nourishing, it doesn't mean that we only start doing nice things. It means that we find nourishment in how we do things. So whatever it is that you need to do, whether it's at work or at home, all of your tasks, you can begin to ask, how can I nourish myself while I'm doing this? How can I make this task that I have to do more enjoyable for myself? And this is going to be so helpful for you to begin to expand your pleasure capacity, to begin to open up to being more receptive and to receiving more. We don't need to manifest our goals using the old masculine way. It's not sustainable for us as women. It's not fulfilling and it doesn't support us to really step into that most whole, confident and juicy version of ourselves. I really hope that you found these principles so, so helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right, queens, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to it, as it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for joining me today.